Captain's Log. <laughs> Day 18 of the coronavi coronavirus. <laughs> Day 18 of the coronavirus quarantine. So far, everybody at Tide-Eyed Iguana is surviving. No, no men or women have fallen yet. We've all been, been hanging in there pretty well. This is for myself. Day drinking is now a thing. Weekday drinking is now a thing. Evening drinking is now a thing. Weekend drinking is now a thing. Drinking is now a thing. In the shower, taking shots. <laughs> Doing shots in the shower is now a thing. Drinking on the toilet is now a thing. How are you guys spending your quarantine? Just as I was before this fake stuff started. Drinking on the toilet. Before this cold epidemic thing was overblown by the mainstream media. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome you to episode 36 of TDI Live. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. I'm Heather. And I'm Stephanie. And you are listening to Tide Out Iguana's official podcast, TDI Live. Episode 36. Can you believe it? Yeah. Episode 36. So that means 36 weeks of sitting in this office podcasting. So, um, yeah. What's new in the world of tie-dyed iguana? Well, not a whole lot. Um, things have gotten kind of weird around tie-dyed iguana. There's, like, literally not a lot going on. So we are an essential business. We're open. Um... But everything else has pretty much been canceled. We're not doing any reptile shows. Uh, we're not doing birthday parties. Uh, we didn't have our Easter event, which we would have had this last weekend, our third annual excellent celebration. Um, in the words of uh, Heather, since she corrected me last time, we are now in ordinary time. Yes, we are. <laughs> you look like an alien when you said that. She looks spooked. You did look spooked. Did I scare you? Yeah, I was trying to figure out something. Yeah, did you figure it out? Yes. Good. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, it's literally just kind of taking it day by day. I've, um, I've been tackling projects. I built an incubator, like, last week. Um, I moved a pallet of dirt today. I vacuumed off a bench back here, the workbench. I even rolled the vacuum back the way it was so that Bill didn't have an aneurysm. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of where we are. So, um, inventory's flowing nicely. We're getting everything that we need. Um, you know, a couple little hiccups here and there on feeders, you know, roaches were really low on, but we'll have more roaches Friday morning, right, Bill? I would say, f yeah, maybe hopefully when we open, yeah, by Friday. but I'm not going to guarantee that. No guarantees, but uh, it'll be Friday before noon, but that's pretty much it. Um, it's actually a really uneventful, been a really uneventful week, but uh, I'm thankful for that, honestly. Um, I don't know, I'll uh, I'll say something I've been saying and I'll make I make a very strong effort not to go off on a tangent or a rant here, but it takes six weeks to create a new habit. And uh, this quarantine, for Illinois at least, ends April 30th, and it began March 21st. So that's right about six weeks. So what's happening right now is folks are forming the habit of not doing their prior habits. Does that make sense? 
So if you're used to taking your kids to basketball practice three nights a week or you're used to going to soccer three nights a week or going to the gym five days a week, you are now creating the habit of not having that habit. So you are forming new habits inadvertently. So um, honestly, this is a time to form new habits. So those of you who are listening to this, um, you know what I said earlier about drinking on the toilet and day drinking and all that? That is actually a joke. Um, I don't drink like that. Now, shots in the shower have actually been happening uh, lately, but that's a whole other story. Um, but yeah, use this time to form a new habit, and it could be anything. Maybe you start reading for an hour a day. Maybe you start running. Maybe you start walking. Um, I don't know. Maybe you, you pray more. But uh, there are a lot of people that are literally just Netflix and chilling right now and day drinking and binge eating and uh, the amount of people out of the fitness world that just stopped doing what they're doing because it's not their daily routine. So I'm not going to get on a soapbox, but create a habit, guys. I, I ask everybody who's listening to this or watching this, use these next six weeks to just create at least one healthy habit because by the time this is done, it'll be a habit. And honestly, you have no excuse not to create it. There is not a soul listening to this that is so busy that they can't do it. It's because it's not your priority. I don't care if you're a motherfucking nurse. You are not that busy because you're still just working. So go home, create a habit because your kids are off and life has come to a standstill. All right, that's it. Soapbox rant done. <laughs> Maybe we can have a TDI after dark in this habit. A TDI? Define TDI after dark. Actually, that's usually when we have our parties up here is after dark. Yeah. That's the way to go it. That's the way to go it. That's the way to do it. So so anyway, that's what's new in the world of tie-dyed iguana. We're just chugging along. Um, everybody's healthy up here. Everybody's doing good. We are open. We offer curbside pickup. You can also come in. Um, dude, it's just TDI in April. So you guys have anything going on you want to share? Nope. We still have summer camp happening. So Yeah, summer camp's still, still going down. still register for summer camp. Get rid of your kids this summer. Yeah. But... Before we Uh move on, it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my bang. And I've got this Slim Jim. Can you hear it crinkling? Yes. It's not actually a Slim Jim. It's a Matador original. Ooh, a Matador. Yeah. I don't know if we should eat it. Should I eat it while we're doing this? I'm going to. All right, Heather. You got some reptile industry news. What's going on while I open up my Matador? Something that will make Bill angry. What? Let's do. <laughs> let's oh, do the this egg early. and the the egg and the live birth thing. Okay. okay, here, let me explain it. Okay, so in Australia there is this uh, this lizard called a three toed skink. How many toes does it have? It has three Four. toes. Is one of those an opposable thumb? <laughs> no. It looks mm. more like a, a legless slim lizard. Jim snaps. They have tiny feet, I guess. Yep, Did I it crack? It. Yeah, I can you hear. hear it? Yeah, I can hear you. Eating. I just snapped into a matador. Oh yeah. <laughs> Okay, anyway, continue. continue. So this the three-toed joke. skink, uh, they... Uh, now, that's a skink, act- not a skank, right? Not a skank with three toes. <laughs> it's oh. a three-toed hooker. Oh, Lord. Bill, it's a three-toed whore. Oh, Lord. Okay. They cost a little bit less. Start of his day today, if they only have three toes on one... I mean, that's... I really don't think it matters if they have three toes I'm not going to even get to the point of this story. Maybe it does. What if it's a foot fetish thing? What if it's a three-toed foot fetish? I have no clue. Continue the joke. Okay, so they found that. Crunch. Okay, so it was gravid, which with, I was flustered with a, I guess you call it clutch of babies, and it actually uh, laid some eggs like a normal lizard would, and then it also gave like live birth at the same time, like part of the. I thought skinks were primarily live birth. Depends. Yeah, Depends. that's the thing. That's the thing, though. Depends. 
Bill's talking about his underwear again. Depends <laughs> on what species. So, I mean, like so this there's... is the this okay, is the so... point of the story is that it may be the evolutionary middle ground between lizards that give live birth and lizards that uh, lay eggs. Hmm. So because it gave birth both ways the this same. This is fact, clutch. right? You didn't read this on like the Enquirer or nope. something. Nope. I mean, I've got like yeah, sources. Yeah, we have sources. Sources. People. Yeah. Do not question Heather's authority. Yeah, they've got people from the University of Sydney, like, talking about this and everything, so it's real. And they had a picture of it, too. What do you think about it, Bill? I don't know. He doesn't believe in evolution. That's no. It. That's why, that's why, why do I you, said it. I'm, yeah, I mean, whether or not you believe in evolution, I guess, is a whole different argument, but this is curious. Very curious. So, this particular Because I would say most of the... Austri- well, I, don't, I wouldn't know that for a fact, but... I know there's a lot of Australian skinks that do have live birth, mm-hmm. like uh, the blue tongue skinks do, the shingleback skinks do, but like skinks in North America, like five line skinks, broadhead skinks, they lay eggs. Yeah. So it just depends on what species of skink. Do we know this particular species? Do they normally live birth or egg lay? You have any idea? Uh, it's okay if you don't know. Actually, uh, they found that um, the species, depending on where it's located, they it would usually either give all live birth or or. All eggs. So not and or, it's right. just or. I would think yeah. that they could not retain the Either eggs. Either or, ah. but then this one actually did both. Yeah. So, so I they... can see that because I think if like if, if the cl- environment wasn't proper for, say, to lay eggs, then, yeah, then they would, would they would maybe they would retain the retain. So are these like subspecies, like one subspecies lays eggs, the other subspecies has live birth because maybe it's an integrade. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh-huh. Of the two subspecies, the species. I mean, the, I've seen a picture of it, but it looked like a smaller skink. Just to me, it, to me, it looked like a legless lizard. So I guess it mm-hmm. had like really small legs or whatever. Um, strong hands, but a uh, strong arm. But yeah, it just nobody I ever laughs when I make the strong arm joke. I used to make that joke in jujitsu all the time, and nobody mm-hmm. would crack a smile. I'm like, people either don't get it or they think I'm an effing idiot. Probably thought I was an. It idiot. just it just says it's the same half the stuff. I don't get oh. half the shit I say. Continue. I'm sorry. So it says the same species. It was already known to express the both types of like birth, depending on its location. Those that live in the metropolitan area lay eggs, while their relatives in the highlands, like the wild, like where it's cooler and wetter, give birth to live young. So it's the same species. It's just... So it just depends on its climate and it where it's living at the time. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So like maybe they just had like a bad diet and needed calcium, so it reabsorbed the eggs and the babies were born. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. 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 I don't know. Hmm. Me neither. That's all I got. I finished that entire beef jerky while you were telling that story. Wow. That I was know, extreme. It was extreme. I mean, that was a solid. That was a solid 18 inches of meat. <laughs> I think. No. It's not 18 inches. Yeah, it is. You've never seen. Okay, so 14 inches. <laughs> That's about 18 inches, is it, it is not? not 18 that inches. is right about 18 inches. It's more than a foot. You've never seen 18 inches. So this is probably about 12 inches. Okay, so 14 inches. 14 we'll inches, maybe. Okay, we'll go with 14. Which might as well be 18. Do you have a tape measure in here? Not in here. <clears throat> I do right outside that door, but there's a camera in front of it. Yeah. So we can't get out the door. We're trapped in here. Um, by the way, those of you that are watching this live, we're actually all six feet apart. It's just distortion of the lens. I'm not. Six foot from her. <laughs> I know. None of us are six feet apart. It's okay. Or six foot from Chelsea. But uh, there's less than ten of us in the room. I'm about six foot from you. I'm yeah, about we're... five and a half foot from 
All right, so let's move on to a reptile myth and debate, and this one is right up Bill's alley, so we'll, we'll let him run with it. Do you know what the myth debate is? No, no. he doesn't. No? Okay, um, I'll read it to you. So, Euromastics can get sick if you feed them too many insects. Go. Yes. That's it? Yes. yes. Why? Yes. What? Like, can you tell us a little bit about <laughs> it's it? It's just... It's just the way it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you feed them too much insects, they can have kidney failure and other fail- uh, organ failures, um, but <clears throat> I don't know. I know when I had all we we would give ours you know a few crickets every few months yeah um and sometimes like if we bought one it was a wild caught we would give it wax worms a few times just to get it going just to get it you know a little bit of fat on it and stuff but then we'd back off on the ones that were healthy but um i tell you what they they know what they are oh they devour you drop a cricket in there like if i drop a cricket in my Euro's cage, he goes ballistic. It's they, like dropping a piece of cheese in front of a dog. It's like exactly. they don't know it's bad for them. <laughs> right. They can't control themselves. So is it just like too much protein that they can't I think so. Yeah, I looked, it, I looked it up. It said excessive amounts of animal protein okay. yeah. can lead to kidney failure and death. Yeah. I think it gets them high. That's in humans, too. What, excessive amounts of animal protein? Can cause kidney issues. Now, plant protein. Oh, stop it with your fine. vegan propaganda. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Stephanie says, eat more dirt. I just ate 18 inches you know, my only of problem, animal protein, my only and pro- I feel great. Now, now, my only problem is with a vegan diet is that you get your protein through, like, nuts and stuff. Ha-ha! Ha-ha-ha-ha! Ha-ha! Yes! Yes! And I can't Sorry. eat those. No, and I don't so... eat nuts. Oh, no? Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> That's just what I thought. I, I mean, thought... I like nuts, but it's not like I live on nuts. <laughs> so she says look, look at, Mitch Max, we need you to comment on this Matt's is sitting over here Where's Mitch? Is smiling he still here? like a little kid it's a play on words you know I me know. I love a play on words Stephanie loves nuts but doesn't live on nuts I call them, I'll call them legumes that's the legumes. scientific legumes. there then you can't make fun of it sure like I can. a peanut is a legume yeah. peanut peanuts mm-hmm. um, so yeah euros <clears throat> excuse me folks um you know, euros are herbivores, so uh, they... Strictly. Yeah, strict herbivores. Um, we give them... Um, well, why don't you talk about the diet? You've got a more versatile background with um, your masters. What would you recommend feeding when them? When we had ours, we would feed them curly leaf mustard greens, but you can feed them, like, turnip greens. What's the one that's real leather? Leathery? Is uh, that collard? Collard. collard. collard they didn't really tougher. like those. I mean, you could feed them that, but they're... Shoe leather. That's actually yeah, what collard greens but are. But turnip Shoe greens are, are from recycled mustard shoes. greens. Um, then we would feed um, yellow squash, zucchini, yellow. <laughs> carrots. Um, Except yellow squash makes Chewy have the run. So Ye- yellow squash to, comes from Ohio. You have to cut That's that out of his it. diet. And then uh, I would feed him peas. You did millet too, didn't you? Yeah, or, millet. Yeah. Um, green beans, fresh green beans. Um, and a few other things. And that. Do you know what millet is, Heather? Yeah, it's that little... It's the, the hair trimmings after you cut the hair off your mullet. It's the millet. <laughs> it's, what, <laughs> it's what falls on the floor <laughs> at the barber shop. It no, is. No. Yeah, it is. Those are just called clippings. Millet clippings. And then I would also feed Euro's uh, bird seed. Yeah. According to, you know, the size of, like, babies, I would feed, like, more like a parakeet or finch mix. Um, and then, like, the adults, like adult mallies and stuff like that, I would feed them, like, a cockatiel mix. But you want to pull the sunflower seeds out that are not that are still in the shell because they can have issues with digesting the sunflower shell. shell. So like if, like if 
you could feed them sunflower seeds, but just not in the shell. Okay. I know. I know. Ours go crazy for uh, dandelions. Yeah. Dandelion flowers. Yeah, like this time of the year, I'll feed mine dandelions and clover. Um, as long as they're not treated. And then I right. feed them. As long as they're not treated yeah, with pesticides. Yeah, you want to make sure your yard Unless you want to really test, like, the resilience of your Euromastics no. kidneys. No. Then give them anything that's been sprayed with, like, Roundup and... Yeah. No! Yeah. Stop that. That's not nice. <laughs> and then they also eat lentils, dry lentils. Mm-hmm. Is it lentil or lentil? Lentil. Lentil, I guess. Okay. Lentil. 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 Lentils are from Lentil. Alton. Near Ohio with the yellow But I like lentils. I, I eat lentils myself. Lentils? Yeah. I've never heard of a lentil. Chelsea, that is some red-ass Gatorade. Oh, my God. It's better than her yellow Gatorade. I don't think that's Gatorade. I think that's a bottle of Red 40. <laughs> that's food coloring. Poor Chelsea it's over here trying to mind coloring. her own business while we're doing the podcast. I was just, like, looking at how red that is. I mean, that is, like, literally, like, the definition of primary red. Wow. Okay, cool. So um, don't give your Euromastics insects. Give it lentils. Ladies and gentlemen, uh oh, I have my mic in hand. Uh oh, <clears throat> me 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 me. It's time. Oh God, he's gonna <laughs> blast the microphone here. Blast your ear hole. Yeah. With legumes. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for conspiracies, theories, and mysteries. <laughs> I want to hear Stephanie do the laugh. No. Do it. Oh, she will I need to practice. You don't need to practice. Yeah, I don't know how to do it. You do that. not have to practice an evil laugh. To do a good evil laugh, you just have to be an evil person. Yeah, I don't know how to be evil yet. Is my evil laugh good? No. Oh. You got to work harder on Damn. it. Damn. Oh, well. Start practicing. So, uh, Bill... <laughs> Bill, do you have an essay? Nope. <laughs> so I what made I... Bill mad. So, uh, actually, no, I think I pissed mad. Bill off. His Bill got I wish I up and known shoved that... in his pocket. I wish I would have known with spending a couple hours dictating off a video. But it was good for you, Bill, because you learned something. And when you write stuff down, you commit it to memory. Right. No. It was a so, good habit to start. Nope, I habit. don't remember anything I wrote down. Okay. Well, <laughs> so what are so we So take it away, Matt. All right. So your today, show. today we're going to talk about, it usually is, right? Yeah. It's the Matt Small here well, show. It is now. Pocket, so Bill. we're going to talk about the Bermuda Triangle. Um, you know, that's uh, one of those, cons- I don't know if conspiracy is the right word. It's more of a mystery, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. um... Yeah, so basically uh, the Bermuda Triangle is an area in the Caribbean where many people have disappeared. So, or, yeah. Bill's not going to talk about it. He's like, nope. Well, it's where ships contribute. have disappeared and ships and planes have disappeared. Well, yep. but now, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to like cut you off on that. Okay. Ships and planes disappeared, but this is something that primarily, like it doesn't happen anymore. I mean, they, they tore through the Bermuda Triangle all the time and like cruise ships and whatnot. So it's like it happened during like a select period of time in the mid-1900s. So you almost have to ask yourself, I mean, A, obviously they were disappearing. Um, there's proof of that. But why only during that that time period? Did you find anything on the time period, like why it was only yeah, during Yeah, it was later time? than that. But it's not, but I mean... It was like in modern times. Well, no, it is modern times, but it was like during like the, the 40s and 50s that it was happening. And right? then later than that. Yeah. But it's not like still happening. I don't know. So, I mean, I you haven't know. heard about... I mean, the last time an airplane disappeared, it was that uh, Malaysian flight, whatever, we talked about a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, I can't remember Yeah, it was nowhere, near, yeah, it was nowhere near the Bermuda Triangle. But then you had instances where, like, uh, pilots would fly through the Bermuda Triangle, they would disappear, and then supposedly show up, like, years later. I haven't heard that. You ever heard that? No. That sounds like a TV show that I like to watch called Manifest. Yeah? It's I've about, never It's about an airplane that disappears for five years, and then it comes back, and it's only... And they, they haven't aged a day, and... Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
Where's that? Is that on Netflix or something? No, it's on uh, it's on NBC Channel Five. It's a good show. There's a Channel Five. Is that on Netflix? It's local. Well, local, local Channel Five, NBC, NBC. So that's a Netflix show, local Channel no, Five. NBC. No, that's not Netflix. Oh you have cable. God. No, I just have regular channels. Nobody has channels. Do they have like an antenna on your TV or something. Yeah. You have oh. an antenna on your TV. Yeah, well, yeah, I have really? an antenna in my attic that oh. receives the local channels. Remember those big like metal antennas that would be on the house that were like all jagged, like these big old like triangle looking things. Mm-hmm. We had one of those. My when aunt I was a kid. had one of those yeah. years ago. And it would always fall down when there was a storm and. Hers, you could turn this this knob inside, and it would move. Really? Yeah, it was crazy. So what do you guys think about Bermuda Triangle? Yay, nay, anything to back it up with? Is it real? Is it fake? They said that anywhere it could be, I mean, from what I read, I mean, ships and planes aren't aren't lost in that area more than any place else in the world. So then why? Really, I mean, there's planes and ships that go missing all all over the world, and you know, yeah, that they don't know about. So, so why was this such a hot spot then? I mean, is it just because a whole bunch happened in a short yeah, period of just, time? I guess so. Yeah, maybe it's a wormhole. That was one of the theories. Yeah, one I of them it. was could be Atlantis. These people are they find Atlantis and just don't leave. Yeah, like, I guess oh, they we'll just, just stay well. Here. It's under, Atlantis. They say Atlantis is underwater. What's the um, difference between a worm? or it could be like the under underwater uh, Area Fifty One? I heard that one mentioned. Um, and then there was one. It was talking about the the uh, the Earth has different locations that are magnetic. You know, the Earth's like in a magnetic grid, and they said that apparently, like where this area is, I guess two magnetic. Uh, what do they call those? It's like something line. Um, I can't remember what it is, but they said that it it does cause compasses and other navigation uh, things to go kind of weird. I don't know if it would do it with GPS, but most well, of the people sense. that are... Says, Danielle Farrar says she thinks it's something that has to do with technology and losing the GPS signal while you're in that yeah, area. And see these, but why would the plane disappear? Like if you're flying yeah. in a straight line... You just keep going. You just keep going and fly Well, the planes through, right? that, that when I read, they were... They didn't have GPS back then, they, yeah. so they used compasses. But it's uh-huh. like the U.S. Navy bombers that flew around through there, you know, at the time, and then like all, apparently, like they became disorientated. Disorientated. Yeah, it's disoriented. Disoriented. Yeah, that's the word. Disoriented. Well, there was the one where the a bunch <laughs> they got forgot lost. how many of them got <laughs> lost, and they uh, I can't remember what because video I watched they played the. Uh, um, I guess the last transmission of the pilot, and then they just disappeared. Well, after that, they sent a, a plane out there to find them, and that plane disappeared too. So they basically mm. just said, "Hey, we we don't know what happened. We have no clue what happened." That was pretty much what they said. What the Navy said. Mm. So. What's the difference between a wormhole and a black hole? I can speak on this. Yeah. So a black hole is a singularity. Um, well, from what we know, it's basically an, an area. It's a it's a collapsed star, but gravity is so high, everything gets sucked into it, literally down to a single point. And a point is a one dimensional object, so that's where it gets weird. You know, it's a singularity. So you, we're in a three dimensional world. Um, if you want to try to visualize something two dimensional, in theory. You could say this paper would be two-dimensional, although that's obviously three-dimensional because there's height to it. But if everything was flat with no height whatsoever, it'd be two-dimensional. And then singularity or one-dimensional is a point, just like a single point, okay. which is a black hole. A wormhole um, 
in theory, because obviously we have nothing to prove it, a wormhole is um, a way to to travel quickly across the universe. So let's just say that this three-dimensional and paper you, is the universe. And then you fold the paper, yeah. 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 The wormhole would allow you to go from here to here, you know, just... And then you move. So it's a oh, yeah. it's a shortcut. It's okay, kind of yeah. like it's kind of like when you always film like me a, jumping over the like pallets of dirt. It's so like yeah, a portal. Yeah, there you go. Portal. So That's the word I was looking yeah. for. Portal. Stargate. Okay. Um, now, obviously, we can't prove anything with any of this. I mean, some people say black holes are wormholes. I mean, if you, uh, I mean, we've obviously never been in a black hole or anywhere near a black hole to you know be able to decide. And then then there's the question of if you go into a black hole, do you come out? What happens? Do you collapse in on yourself? Um, have you seen Interstellar? Yeah. No. No? Yeah. Okay, check out Interstellar. Matthew McConaughey. Um, he ends up in, like, this weird place where he... He goes can, into a black hole. Yeah, and then it's like he's a... He's able to travel through, through time. time and Yeah, space. it's freaking wild. Yeah, but, uh, it's kind of... It's but, you know, near a black hole, too, time slows. So, like, he went onto that water planet for, like, 15 minutes and came out, and it was, like, 70 years or something. Not 70. It was it was huge. Like, his kid was all grown up. And, yeah, I remember that. You know, the yeah. guy that was on the ship waiting for them was, like, all old and everything, and... It's a, it's a really, it's just a it's really a wild world movie. of physics, man. Yeah. yeah. So when you start getting into, you know, time as a, you know, instead of time being a free-flowing construct, you know, it's arguable that all of time is already there as a, um, a predetermined um, existence, then we are simply moving through that. No different than us walking down a hallway. If hallway was all of time and we're just walking through it, us walking down the hallways, us experiencing time as like a flow, which is how we perceive it. Yeah. Whereas it can be argued that time isn't a flow, it is an object that we are merely moving through. And then you can travel through time by moving to different positions within that hallway, walking forward, walking backward. Makes sense? Yeah. It's, Ooh, yeah. you guys are speaking my language. Yeah, because, I love this yeah, shit. because Interstellar, like, he was in the, it was, it wasn't like a hall, it was just like this weird space, like a tower. It was like a three-dimensional tower yeah. or something, and then he could see through the little things. And Yeah, and he had traveled back in time, and he was talking to his daughter by knocking he, the books he, on the floor. Yeah, he was able code. to access that. Ladies and gentlemen, watch time. Interstellar. Yeah. And Daniel said, are you reading a book about this? Me? Yeah. Not currently, no. I just, I, he, I do read, read books. read stuff, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I read stuff like that for fun. It's just entertaining to me. It's... So when I read, I usually will do, like, because um, I'm a dork, I'll do one fun book and then three, like, they're still fun books, but more like educational books. So I like to read a lot of stuff about, um, you know, business and self-improvement and whatnot. And then after three of those, I'll read a fun one. And uh, the fun one is usually something, what? A spider just landed on my sheet and then it hopped off. I just saw it fall and it just <laughs> hopped away. I, I like to read about um, <laughs> sorry physics and time and math and stuff like that space what do you like to read about bill mm, i don't know i don't really read no no i watch documentaries yeah so we've obviously completely like digressed from bermuda triangle um yeah do you know when the last time was something disappeared in the bermuda triangle Mm-mm. no not they at all. said in the video but i don't i don't remember yeah i bet you it's written down in your it was probably 80s or something yeah. like that yeah, because last I knew, it was something that was ha- happening heavily during, like, World War II. You know, that yeah. was big. A lot of, It was, like, like right after World War II. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, like, the biggest shipping, like, area, though, where ships and stuff go through. So, I think maybe But apparently Christopher die. Columbus was the first one to notice anomalies. Anomalies in the In the Bermuda that, Triangle? Yeah. Like, lights and, hmm. um... Now, you said there's a triangle in Nevada, right? Yeah. What do yeah. they call it? You said the... Nevada Triangle. Nevada Triangle. Yeah. Is that where, like... A lot of planes go missing... Yeah, is that where... Never mind, I'm not, I was going to make a really bad joke. 
I'll refrain. Well, well actually, it's really kind of close to where Area 51 is, so. Hmm. But I don't think hmm. Area, is Area 51 in Nevada or, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. I thought it was okay. New, New Mexico. Maybe, it's, I don't know, maybe or, it is New Mexico. No, I don't know I which one. I thought it was Nevada. It's yeah, I don't know west, which one it is. Somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> it's in the desert. Yeah. It's all the same. Yeah. Borders. In 2017 was the last time something went missing in the Bermuda Triangle. Really? So that's recent. That's what it says. That's what it says, or that's what Facebook says? <laughs> that's what Joanne says. She said, I just Googled oh. it. 2017. Okay. Yeah, this topic was actually my mom's idea, which is Joanne. So if you're watching this live on Facebook and you see Joanne commenting, it's her Supposedly idea. there was a yacht that was lost, and I think... I didn't watch the video, but... I didn't realize stuff was missing date, that recently. The date yeah. on the video was hmm. only about a year old, so... I mean, but honestly, it could have been a video done from an incident that happened 50 years ago, but I don't know. So, I would think it would still be possible that it's occurring, I hmm. guess. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Bermuda Triangle, fact or fiction, you decide. We here at TDI Live can only present you with a trustworthy news source... In fact, this is the most trustworthy news source I know, is us four in this room. All right, do you guys have anything else you want to say before Heather entertains us and tickles our brains with her oh, brain ticklers over there? It's not that hard. You're not going to, yeah? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. You going to tickle our brain, Heather? We're going to play, we do a spelling bee again. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Thank you, everybody, for your input on the Bermuda Triangle. Spelling bee, go. All right. Now these are these are common, pretty common words, and says uh, the girl who looked them up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. common for you. It's probably yeah. not common for Matt's vocabulary. Okay, okay, so. okay, Matt. Here's are they four-letter words? No. Ah. Well, actually, let's so see, no, that one's Scrabble. Five-letter. F that game. I can't get more than like a three or four-letter <laughs> word on Scrabble. Stephanie's over here, and she's like coming up with words like anomaly, and I'm like and, as, <laughs> but. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So, so I'm Matt, starting? Matt, yeah. Matt's first... Time to make a fool. Matt's first word is recommend. Oh. Hmm. How embarrassing. What? I don't have spell check. <laughs> R-E-C-O-M-M-E-N-D. Recommend. Yeah. You got it. Woo! See? See, these are easier. See how easy that but is? But they could be trickier. We, but they could be trickier. Because we can't spell. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. We're like level. we're the biggest Dog. group of degenerates back here. We can't talk, spell, no grammar. Yeah, you guys, you guys complain that everything's too hard, so I had to, I had to yeah. dumb it down. <laughs> yeah, Heather stole my daughter's spelling sheet. As okay. Curly from the okay. Three Stooges would say. So if you get any of them wrong, Oh shit. You get to be, you get to be embarrassed if you get them wrong. I guess. I don't know. I'm always embarrassed. I'm embarrassed when I wake up in the morning. All right, Stephanie. I look in the mirror and I'm like, how embarrassing. Yeah. I don't have. But the funny thing is, they say these are like the most commonly misspelled words. Oh, I could see that. Okay. Stephanie's is rhythm. That's a form of birth control. Rhythm. It's where you, um... Yeah, let's not. <laughs> it's where you correlate the shot with the, um, uh, the hmm. menstrual cycle. Right, the ovulation rhythm. cycle. Rhythm. Aunt Flo's visit. All right, I'm going to say R-Y-T-H... 
Y M N. She got it wrong. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> I know. It's I like... hope your daughter doesn't hear this. <laughs> uh oh. She's like, Mom. I know there's like a Y in there somewhere. You said N. Okay. M N. Yeah, it's I, was, I screwed it up. All right, okay. I, I guess spell it for you. Yeah. Okay, it's R H Y T H M. There's only one Y in there. Yeah. That's all right. No, I didn't hear. I was like, after I said that first one, I was like, shit. Okay, Bill, here's yours. Okay. Miniature. What'd you say? Miniature? Miniature. Miniature. Like a miniature dachshund. M I M I No, M I N. Well, we are retarded. You had it. M I N I Min at you. T U R E. No, 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 no. You got it wrong. Okay. What'd you say? It, he got it wrong. I got it was, it wrong. It was it's an M-I-N-Y. A. He min- missed an A. It was M-I-N-I-A-T-U-R-E. Stephanie's like, darn it. I don't get these <laughs> words. Both those two. <laughs> oh, jeez. Miniature, not miniature. Miniature. Min- oh, it's over oh, with an I. I would have said A. Miniature. 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 I was just pronouncing it how it's usually pronounced. You said, like, Mitcher. Min- miniature. Like, miniature dachshunds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Your word is occasion. O c c a s i o n. Occasion. Man, you're good. Man, I can spell third grade words. Can yeah. You believe it? Can you believe it? <laughs> okay, here's one for Stephanie that might be better. <laughs> here's a second grade <laughs> word. Grade. For okay, you. okay. Yeah. Sincerely. Ooh, I could do that one. S i n c e r l y. Oh, Stephanie, you missed it. No, oh, I thought e. that was right. <laughs> I was all was excited. E-Y? I'm like, she got it. Was it E-Y? It's S-I-N-C-E-R-E-L-Y, sincerely. I was cheering for you. I thought it was right. <laughs> I was like, bam. Bam, bitches. So we know Matt would have gotten it wrong if it was his like, word. But I didn't. Especially, like, if I'm writing, like, I can spell all day long. Like, well, here's a pen. Have... Matt's going to get a tricky word for his. So yeah. here's Bill's handkerchief. H-A-N-D. That's hand. C. K. <laughs> hand. <laughs> T. Or, let's see. I forgot where it's at. H A N D. C K. E R C H I F E. He only. Hey, hey. <laughs> he can only... I spell it real quick? <laughs> Okay, you can try. H a n k e r c h i e f. Hanker chief. You both got it wrong. He, you missed the D. He, he put an extra. I don't ever miss the D, Heather. He put an extra C in there. It's H a n d k e r c h i e f. Handkerchief. So he is right about the D. You know, the handkerchief is one of the weirdest, most disgusting inventions. I know. To man. For those of you who are too young to know what a handkerchief I used to, is, ha- used to have did you one. have one? Yeah. My dad always carried one. Yeah, he probably my dad did still too, does. Yeah. It's, a, it's basically a rag that you blow your nose in and then you fold it up and put it back in your, your pocket. Your dad right. still carries who one. Who the fuck? Why? Why do you... Who, <laughs> if your dad was still well, here, we'd ask. Like snot rocket on the floor and move on or, yeah. you know, blow your nose in your hand and wash it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, I mean, when you get home, you put that in the dirty clothes and you get a new one. I know, but like... Is your nose that runny that you have to carry your snot around all day? I mean, when I was younger, I had a lot of allergies and stuff. And, like, certain times of year, I would just be, like... So you carried a handkerchief? (laughs) And you just blow your boogers in it and put it in your pocket? Well, no, it wasn't really boogers. It was just basically, like, snot. There was no... (laughs) Did you put it in your back pocket? Yes. So what happened when you sat down? Nothing. (laughs) 
squished. <laughs> you had a you had like a uh, a whoopee cushion full of snot in your back pocket though. Did it ever pop? No. It was like, oh. And then you had like a big wet spot on your butt cheek, and all your friends oh are like, God. "Ew!" You know, uh, it never soaked through. Just, like spit and huh? snot. It never soaked through. It never snoked. It's never okay. soaked through. All right, back to the spelling bee. All right, Matt. Here's your last word. The last word. Fjord. F J O R D. Dang it! Do you know how I know that? Why? Because I spent a lot of time at Epcot Center. <laughs> Norway. Oh, Sorry. Dang it. Oh, well, I tried, Stephanie. You tried, but you didn't try hard enough. And it's pronounced fjord, because I would have called it fjord. No, it's fjord. <laughs> fjord. fjord. What the hell is a fjord, anyway? I it's, just know I see it's it written. It's a, deep inlet, a narrow, deep inlet of a sea between high cliffs, as in Norway and Iceland, typically formed by submergence of a glaciated valley. K-I-T-T-Y. Fjord. Okay, here's an easy one for 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 level. And <laughs> would you like us to use it in a word? Miss misspell. <laughs> oh, I hope you mess this up. I hope you misspell misspell. Is it one s or two? Because I don't know. But it ain't my word. I got fjord. Phoning a friend, Stasia. Phoning a friend. <laughs> no, Can no, I use a no, no, no. We need no. lifelines for this. M-I-S. S P E L L. Yay, she got it right. It was two S's. Good <laughs> it job, Stephanie. Seems like it Stephanie. should be one S though when you write it out. I know it does, <laughs> but That's what yeah. I'm like I think it always looks like it wants to be one, but it's got to be two. Why are you writing it down? Because I wanted to see it. Miss spell with two S's looks weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, Bill. To finish it off, Wednesday. That's easy. Capital W E N D. Wait. <laughs> capital, no, no, that's not fair. W E capital W, capital W E capital W. Yeah, capital W E D N E S D A Y. Okay, he got it right the Boom. second time, but you Wednesday. guys, you guys, let him know that he was getting it wrong. Like, no, I was like he started with the giggle. Yeah. Okay. So, Wednesday. I think I, I think, I think Matt I won that, that time because he got 100. I got all of them right. Yeah, you did. You got lucky. You got the ones you knew. I got lucky. I just I have a third grade reading level. That's all it is, guys. So, um, cool. That was a fun one. Um, yeah. Well, I guess before we wrap up, do any of y'all have anything you want to share with the world? Nope. No. Nope. So, uh, like I said, it's day eighteen of quarantine. Tie dye's open. So come on out. Get what you need for your pets. We've got reptile food. We have fish food. We have plant food. Um. We're doing curbside pickup for everything except for live animals. Like, don't roll up here and be like, I need a bearded dragon with a setup. We're not going to curbside pick up that. But we will curbside pick up your essentials. Um, if you have birthday parties booked, I have been reaching out to you one at a time. Um, we cannot entertain the birthday parties due to the, um, I guess, basically, A, the stay at home, and then B, the uh, crowd. So we can't have that. Yeah. But we're good for everything else. So everything else is here. Everything else is coming in. We've got the product. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So... Well, crap, guys. I hate to go. This is all of our entertainment. We didn't get to use the wiggly giggler no, at you, all. Use the wiggly giggler. You guys behaved yourselves. Yeah. Mostly. So, all right. Well, we'll wrap it up. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on TDI Live, episode 36. Today is Wednesday, April the 8th. If you're watching us live on Facebook, thank you. If you're listening to us on any sort of podcast app, we effectively traveled through time via a wormhole. Maybe. No, that wouldn't be time travel. We, uh, walked down the hallway of time. (laughs) 
Are we on Pandora yet? I don't know. I haven't looked. That's our daughter's request, apparently. Yeah, I have to check. I submitted us to Pandora. They said it took about a month, and it's been about a month, so I'll have to look it up. But in the meantime, you can find us by searching for TDI Live on Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, YouTube, and Spotify. So, thank you for joining us. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. I'm Heather. And I'm Stephanie. And you just listened to episode 36 of Tide Out Iguana's official podcast, TDI Live. Thank you for listening to Tide-Eyed Iguana's podcast, TDI Live. And don't forget to visit us on the web at www.thetdi.com. When you're